Berserker Cast, Episode Zero. Golden Spiral Media presents Berserker Cast, a podcast dedicated to falling skies on TNT. Each week we discuss the action and drama that unfolds as Tom Mason, Captain Weaver, the Berserkers, and the rest of the Second Mass fight to win back the planet from the alien overlords. Call in your thoughts about each episode at 304-837-2278 or email feedback at goldenspiralmedia.com. And now, Berserker Cast. Welcome to Berserker Cast. I'm Daryl. And I'm Emily. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm very excited. How are uh, you? Oh, I'm so excited to be podcasting with you again for mm. the listening audience. Some of you might be new to Emily and I's Falling Skies podcast. After all, this is the first time we've done it on Golden Spiral Media. But we did it last year on TV Talk, and we'll get to that here in just a few minutes. But we're really excited to be back for season four of Falling Skies with the brand new Berserker cast. Berserker. We went through a couple of different names and ultimately this one just had the nicest ring to it, don't you think? It did. You know, getting into this in, as far as a podcast for us in season four, most of the podcast titles that we would have chosen had we started in season one obviously are now taken by other great podcasts. And so we had to kind of uh, get a little creative. And I liked Berserker Cast. And it was funny because some of our listeners out there found out that some of the Golden Spiral Media listeners, that is, found out we were doing a Falling Skies podcast and some of them hadn't been watching the show. And so they're binge watching now trying to get (laughs) ready to go for season four. And uh, one of them, Mark, he he tweeted me or tweeted us uh, yesterday or the day before and said, oh, I finally got to the point where I know what a berserker is. So now (laughs) now the title makes sense. Nice. Well, yeah, and it kind of fits because we're jumping in at season four with Golden Spiral Media and, uh, you know, the Berkers, Berserkers, excuse me, are a little bit rogue in mm-hmm. a certain way. So we don't conform to the rules. <laughs> That's what you can expect from us, guys. I love it. I love it. Well, Emily, let's give the folks, I guess before we give the folks a short bio, let me give you a short rundown of what you can expect in this episode of Berserker Cast. This is episode zero, as I said from the very beginning. So This obviously won't be a typically styled podcast. The point of this podcast is to make you aware that the podcast exists, to get the RSS feed started and submitted to iTunes and all of that stuff so that when season four begins, our first episode for that first episode can go right out to the public and there not be any delay. But we are going to cover some things in this episode. We're going to give a a brief overview, not a review, but just a brief overview of the series in case you're just now coming into Falling Skies. We're going to talk about what we love about Falling Skies. We're going to tell you how to get a hold of our previous Falling Skies episodes that we did for TV Talk, and we're going to give you all the information you need to be able to participate in our Berserker cast each week by giving you our contact information. So very short today, but we've got some stuff to cover. But let's start with some bios, just so you know a little bit about me, a little bit about Emily, and I'll let the lady go first. Oh, ladies first. How nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, my name is Emily. I'm Irish and... Wait, what? Represent, I know, O'Leary. I admit it. So I have a bit of a temper. Be careful. You know, <laughs> on the drop of a hat, I'll just start yelling and you won't know what's going on. Um, I like to read. Reading is one of my favorite hobbies. Mm-hmm. I like uh, running and in my... 
professional life, I am a web developer. So get to sit at the computer for even longer when I get home now. <laughs> yeah, always in front of the computer. Right. What is your but, primary language that you use at work? Is it PHP? No, we actually use C Sharp. Oh, fun. Okay. Yes, it's, it makes everything a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'm Daryl, and I am the owner of Golden Spiral Media. And so full-time, what I do for my job is I produce podcasts for Golden Spiral Media. I'm also a full-time podcast consultant and producer. So I produce a lot of podcasts for other people and spend time helping people get their podcasts sounding great, get the right equipment and that sort of thing. So that's kind of my full-time job there at Golden Spiral Media. So yeah, that's what I do as a, as a full-time thing. Uh, you might know Emily and I both from our lost podcast that we do for Golden Spiral Media. It's called We Have to Go Back. It's a podcast where we are usually two episodes a week, just a couple of exceptions to that, but we watch two episodes a week of Lost, counting down to the 10-year anniversary of the Lost premiere and an event that's going on in Hawaii this September And Emily, so I host that podcast with my wife, Carrie, and Emily does a segment on that podcast every week called our Lost in Literature segment. When she said she likes to read, she wasn't lying. She reads at least a (laughs) book a week so she can do that segment for our podcast. Oh, I never thought I'd have such a nice nerdy outlet, but... (laughs) <laughs> well, if, if nothing else, people who actually want to listen to me uh, talk about books is, I mean, that I, I know it's probably not enormous, but oh, you do a great job on that. It's awesome. You really do. And if nothing else, Golden Spiral Media is a great outlet for geeks. That's for sure. This is true. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the show Falling Skies. I know that's what people are tuned in to listen to today. And we're just going to kind of give a brief premise of the show, like I said before, in case you're brand new to Falling Skies and you haven't got the time to catch up. Now, before I do this, I should also point out that next week we have two podcasts that we're going to be recording. One of those will be a review podcast. So the premise that we're going to give in this episode is not intended to be a review. That's because we're doing that next week. We'll we'll give a full review. We'll give a full rundown of the characters, bring you all up to speed and refresh everybody on what happened last season in Falling Skies. So that'll come next week. In addition to that, in a separate podcast next week, we've already lined up our first interview with some of the creative people there at Falling Skies. And in this case, we're interviewing Todd Masters. And Todd has been in the industry for 25, 30 years now as a special effects master pun intended i mean he really is mm-hmm. a master at what he does you've seen his work on fringe and falling skies and as well as almost human those are three shows that we've covered um he was also the genius behind the borg queen from the star trek movie and where she kind of comes down out of the rafters and kind of gets assembled all in all on screen emily's shaking your head you haven't seen that Star Trek? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, so he's been around the industry forever. True Blood, he's worked on. You, you, you'd be surprised all the stuff that he's worked on. We're going to get a chance to talk to him next week, and I'm really yeah. excited about that. Just looking through his portfolio, it's just, you know, it just completely enhances a show when you have something that believable mm-hmm. to work with. And so he's very much a master. And I think his his uh, company is even called Masters FX. Masters FX, yeah. F, the, the letter F and the letter X, so... Looking forward to talking with him next week. So that's what you can expect before the show actually starts. And of course, the premiere, it's a Sunday evening show. 
that will premiere on June 22nd. So we'll have three episodes for you before the series four premiere. Season four premiere. Season four premiere. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Hey, do you want to do the premise or shall I? Yeah, I can do it. All right. All right. The premise of Falling Skies. Falling Skies tells the story of the aftermath of a global invasion by various aliens. There are the green-skinned, six-legged aliens known as Skitters, a race of tall, slender, humanoid-looking, gray-skinned beings called the Overlords or Eshveni, and they seem to be the commanders of the Skitters. And then there's the mechanical attack drones called the Mechs. Uh, the aliens have neutralized the world's power grid and technology, destroyed the combined militaries of all the world's countries, and killed over 90% of the human population, all within just a couple of days. Uh, the invasion and the aliens' objectives are not explained, though the aliens try to round up children between the ages of 8 and 18 and attach a biomechanical obedience device onto and into their spines, referring to it as a harness. The harness controls the child's mind and forcibly removing it actually usually kills the child until later seasons. The story picks up six months after the invasion and follows a group of survivors who have stuck together to fight back. The group, known as the Second Mass, is led by Captain Weaver and Boston University history professor Tom Mason. They are also aided by a group of independent fighters called the Berserkers and their leader, John Pope. In addition, the group also consists of Tom's three sons, uh, Tom's love interest and the group's doctor, Anne Glass, and her assistant, Lourdes. Tom and Anne also have a daughter in season three and name her Alexis. Alexis has extreme oddities in her DNA, which, among other still unknown traits, have allowed her to age rapidly and provide some sort of healing just with her touch. But much more to be explored on the Alexis front in season four. And I got to say, that is one of the things I am looking most forward to. Me in the next too. Season. That was the that was the cliffhanger to season three was seeing yeah. uh, Lexi heal Lourdes of all of those mind worms or eye, eye bugs that she had and just can't wait to see more from her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, what we love about Falling Skies. And, and prior to that, let me give you guys the information you need to find the conversations that Emily and I had about season three of Falling Skies, we did that show for TV Talk. So you can find those over at tvtalk.com. You can simply look for the Falling Skies show logo. Uh, the direct URL is tvtalk.com forward slash shows forward slash falling dash skies. So it's a little bit of a complicated URL, but it's, um, but you can go over to tvtalk.com and it won't be hard at all for you to find that. And we did all of season three. Those are a short form, 20 minute podcast we did about every single episode last season. So I think you'll uh, enjoy those. I hope you do. We enjoyed producing them. So we sure did. Whatever you call it, yeah. recording them. <laughs> During part of that uh, was, uh, you know, and it'll be the same way this year, except I won't be there. But during one of our episodes last year, I had I was at Comic-Con in San Diego and had the opportunity to oh, yeah. interview all of the cast of Falling Skies. And that was fantastic. So uh, I think we talk about some of those interviews during a couple of our episodes of those Falling Skies mm-hmm. for season three. So again, tvtalk.com slash shows slash falling dash skies. All right. Let's talk about what we love about falling skies. For me, let's do it. I love, there's like, I broke it down into like three categories. There's the tough guys, the family, 
and the aliens. And I think like most good sci-fi shows, these are the things that you want. Maybe not the fighting. It does depend on the, you know, the specific sci-fi show to, to whether that fits into the story or not. But you want to have characters that are believable that you care about. And in this case, among all of the characters, it's particularly the family dynamic that happens between Tom and his boys. Here's this man who's trying to be a father. What does a father even look like in this sort of, you know, post alien invasion world that they live in? He lost his wife during the invasion. And at some point, uh, when it was appropriately moved into the storyline, he and Anne have start a relationship. And of course they have Lexi now that we just talked about. I care about all of those things. I care about the, the dynamic between Anne and Tom. And I care hmm. about the dynamic between Tom and all three of his boys. And we'll see how Lexi now plays into that. And so that's one of my favorite things about this story. Uh, with the tough guys, we have Pope, who's the leader of the berserkers. He's technically a part of the second mass now, but at the same time, he likes to declare his own independence when, from time to time when it's convenient for him. I love that about him. Tom Weaver, Captain Weaver. I guess technically he's uh, been moved up to a higher ranking now, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's the colonel. Colonel Weaver, yeah. He'll always be Captain Weaver to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Even in the <laughs> intro to this podcast, I called him Captain Weaver, and I'm like, technically that's wrong, but I think most of the fan base still calls him Captain Weaver. So, I know. Uh, and then, of course, Tom is, Tom is, is not, naturally a tough guy he's he's come so far but he's a professor mm-hmm. you know a history professor by trade and uh, so they so were, he has to deal with college students so he is a little <laughs> on the tough side <laughs> yeah and weaver wasn't really willing to trust him at the beginning but of course now they have such a wonderful relationship oh, one of dynamic. the best uh, evolutions of friendship yeah. I've ever seen in television. Yeah. Just remarkable. I love it. It really is good. And and then the third thing I'll I'll mention is the aliens. We have the Ashveni and the Mystique. They're very rarely on screen, and when they are, you know it's going to be good. We have the Volm that came into the rescue last season. We still don't know that we can fully trust them, uh, although Cochise is a fantastic character as well. And then you have the skitters, and usually when the skitters or mechs arrive on scene, you know there's about to be some fighting going on, and so those are going to be fun scenes. I like all of them, all the various yeah. types of aliens. I, I don't feel like it's alien overload. I, I think it's a great dynamic that each alien race brings to the show. And for me, the family, the tough guys to aliens, stir together to create this really fun show. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I guess... One of the, I'll just add is that uh, Pope and Tom are just such excellent foils for one another that they really drive most of the drama for the show. So, you know, we don't even need the aliens in some episodes. They, <laughs> That's right. They just, they find enough to argue about as it is. And, and it really creates some of the more poignant parts of, you know, examining your humanity where uh, these aliens have invaded and we are, we're forced to switch modes and say, not only how do we treat these invaders, but how do we continue or, you know, how do we reflect back on that and then change the way we treat the people around us? Mm-hmm. So they've really helped to broaden the, uh, just the moral depth of the show in their interactions. Yeah, definitely. And they do foil, they do play off of each other so, so well. And Pope tries to be this super tough guy that doesn't care about anybody but himself, but <laughs> we, we we see through that facade from time to time. <laughs> from time to time, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I guess one thing that I 
have always really loved from episode one about Falling Skies is that underneath it all, Falling Skies is a show about family yeah. and it, uh, it they've thrown all of these people into a very unconventional paradigm, but essentially you're seeing the same motifs play out as you would in any other show, but we get to see it through an incredible new lens and, you know, just what I was saying before about uh, just shifting the way we look at what it means to be human. You know, I, I at the beginning a lot, well, I guess he still does it, but Tom goes on a lot of rants about American history. And it's just so cool when you have a character who was so intentional about learning about history. And then not only that, but applying it to current circumstances. So being able to see how these people are paving the way for future generations to look back on them and see how did they handle it? Just the way, just in the way that we look back on the American Revolution and see how did our, you know, we look back and see that our forefathers really had, they really took their time to prepare the future for what was coming based on their experiences. So we have a whole lot of, uh, material at our disposal in order to move forward and now the future generations will be able to look back on these guys and do the same so i find that very stimulating Mm -hmm. i also love that the writers and the showrunners which this showrunner has one of your favorite showrunners of of all time greg beeman yeah Uh, and i got to meet him at comic con last year i got you an autograph in fact i know it's right there (laughs) (laughs) um but they, they're very smart with their character names. Not every character has an easily identifiable name, but when you have a last name like Mason, which is, you know, Tom Mason, and you talk about the beginnings of our country, obviously the, the Masons had a very interesting role that they played and, and, you know, conspiracy theorists will say still play. And I don't, I don't know about <laughs> that. Maybe. Um, you have John Pope. He's not a religious guy at all, and he's not set up as some sort of religious, you know, figurehead even in the even in the show. But at the same time, he's he's certainly come through and some, offered some saving grace at, from time to time. I don't know if that's too much of a stretch. It probably is. But one one thing I, I'd also love is the character of Cochise, and obviously mm-hmm. he's that's not his real name. That's not his alien name. It's a name that has been given to him because it's one that humans can easily pronounce. But it's it's not a coincidence from the show writer's perspective that he was given the name Cochise. So we can crack mm-hmm. open a history book, do a character study on Cochise, and then probably try to get some insights from his life and the things that happened to him and how that might give us some insight to how the story will unfold on Falling Skies. And I love that they're taking that sort of historical approach to this show. Yeah. Do you recall, was it Tom that gave him that name or did he introduce himself that way? I don't recall exactly how it happened. I recall that, and Doug Jones, who plays Cochise, he can tell you the alien name. He can spit it off just, oh, that's like right. it's, just as, as he, easily as he can Doug Jones. And on the show, you know, he did it. He said, my name is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Cochise just kind of came out there. I don't recall if he said it or Tom's I don't recall it seems like that's the type of thing okay. that Tom would have given him yeah because I don't know why he would have given himself that name but I don't remember Tom giving him so I'm not sure yeah I can't remember for certain either well what are you looking forward to anything else I mean uh, aside from everything yeah I know right there's there's so <laughs> many things we'll talk in our review episode next week we'll talk about unanswered questions and things that mm-hmm. that we hope to get answered but for me 
I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens now that the second mass is heading back to Charleston and how the Volm will play a part in, in this season because of the way in Brazil, which was the uh, season three finale, the Volm wanted to send all of the humanity back or over to Brazil for protection and the second mass stood up against that. And so now they've given them the privilege to fight. The Volm have given the humans the privilege to fight for their own planet, which seems odd to say. And I'm just really curious to see how that's all going to play out. Yeah, definitely. One of the things that I'm looking forward to in season four as well, just the continuation of, uh, you know, there was there was a point there where Cochise, we just did not know whether, well, I guess for most of the season, we just did not know whether he was going to be a good guy or a bad guy. And one of the things I loved about the reveal at the end was that he was still fighting for the human's right to be wherever they want to be. You know, he had he had that idea that they would be safe if they went to Brazil, but he was he totally backed Tom and I think that is gonna keep it interesting. It absolutely is. And I think also as Tom and I don't remember Cochise's father's name, who's who's the commander of the Volm that are present there on Earth. I don't remember his name, but even as Tom spent just a few minutes with him, you could tell that Tom helped him come about a new way of thinking. And that has gone both ways. And that's another thing that I love about this show, the way it explores humanity in the sense that you almost get to to come in from a third party's perspective and challenge some of the ways that we think and some of the things that we've done to ourselves as humans. Mm -hmm. And it's really uh, some some quite fascinating conversations as the Volm are learning about human behavior and some of the great things about it, such as their desire to, to fight for what is theirs. The will, yeah. Yeah, and rather than just go off to a safe place and say, you fight my battle for me. Right, because hadn't that been their experience in previous visit, or they, they had previously gone to other planets to save them from the Shveni? Right, exactly. Is that where right. you're going with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, exactly. And at the same time, Sorry, I steal think, your thunder. <laughs> no, you're not stealing anything. I think the, the, other thing, the other side of that coin is that humans are learning something from, from other aliens, in this case, primarily mm-hmm. the Volm, but even they learned some things from the Skitter group that was kind of independent and fighting for against the overlords, if you will. So right. it's a, it's a so great it's not, exploration. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, if you're hesitant about it being an alien show, there are weird-looking aliens, and but there are many kinds of aliens, and they're not overwhelming. I mean, it's not like every scene has just, you know, you have to distinguish between humans and aliens. It's a very balanced show mm-hmm. in terms of telling uh, what the what the humans' are, interactions are with the aliens and with the, within their own uh, subgroups. So it's a very, very balanced show. I wouldn't... Uh, say that they're overwhelming in any way, they integrate them nicely. And yeah. the special effects are such that you really don't see, oh, look, they're dancing across a green screen right now. Right. They use a lot of practical effects, which I'm really anxious to talk to Todd Masters about next week because he got his start in the business with practical effects. Of course, back in the day when he started, there was no such thing as CG effects, at least not that was of any use at all. Now, out of Masters Effects Studios, they run both digital effects and practical effects. But I was surprised when I learned, uh, when I spoke to Doug Jones at Comic-Con last year, I thought, I guess I learned right before I, I spoke with him, um, but I thought when we saw Cochise on screen, it was all CG. But that's not the case. I would say 90% of what we see of Cochise is a, is a rubber mask, a rubber you know 
outfit and you wouldn't know it. It is so well mm-hmm. done. And then the eye movements, the brow movements, even the, the, the intricacies of the lip movements and stuff like that are CG that are layered on top of the practical effects outfit that Doug Jones is wearing. And it's so seamless and it's so well done. There's a video that Todd Masters has on his YouTube channel that shows how they do the skitters. And again, you might think they're all CG, but, but not some of them are, of course, but, but mm-hmm. not all of them. And the way that they make it look like they're moving. Did you watch this video? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. They're sitting on the, the actor is sitting on a stool and then that stool, because the, the tips of the legs are never visible. You just see these spider like, you know, appendages where they, where they bend upward. You know, that's kind of all you ever see on screen. And so the, he's actually scooting across on a, on a stool with wheels and there's like puppeteers on the side of him moving the legs up and down. I never would have guessed that. I know. It's so well know. done. Yeah. Right. Was that him going up over the wall that one time they had him in the jail cell, you know, like climbing? Yeah. I don't know Just how kidding. much of that was practical and how much of it was CG. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, some of that. I, mean, yeah. I, I no, know I'm you're, sure. you're being sure. silly, but I mean, some of that scene was definitely practical. <laughs> Right. So, it's, yeah. it's a, it's, so to the point is uh, that you would never, they don't have a huge budget on this show, you know, and they just don't. And, and that the special effects are really well done. Right. However, it, the, one of the executive produ- producers is Steven Spielberg. So right. they've that. got a huge support group. Mm-hmm. And for those of you interested, uh, the creator of the show is a guy named Robert Rodette. I think that's how you say it. And he wrote, uh, the Patriot, which is one of my favorite movies. So I've just an interesting one. factoid. Mm-hmm. Have you? I have. Sure. Yeah, I've seen that a few times, actually. <laughs> I have, me too. Yeah. It's a long one. <laughs> it's good, though. But it's good. One of my, uh, I think it's like the only Mel Gibson movie I like. Oh, okay. I like uh, I like Signs, which is an alien I've, movie. You haven't seen oh, that one? I should watch that. No. If you like aliens, which I think you might. I, I do a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this episode. But before we get out of here, we want to tell you how you can be a part of our show. So you can start by watching Falling Skies. That's going to be important. And so the season four premiere. Huh? That's that's a key to this, to listening to this podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, The season four premiere is June 22nd on TNT. And of course, that is a Sunday night and it's going to air at 10 or nine central. So be sure and check that out. Our podcast will be recorded live every Tuesday at eight, seven central. You can join us for the live show by going over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash live. We'll have a webcam on so you can watch us do the show. Now, Emily is in Minnesota. I'm in Oklahoma. So Minnesota. Yeah, but I'll have a video of her and then you can see the video of her next to the live me but it'll all be video to you it's technology folks and so check that out over at goldenspiralmedia.com the the chat room is also there so you can chat with us and other falling skies fans while we do the show and we want to hear from you so send in your feedback about each week's episode of falling skies the deadline for sending in feedback is six o'clock eastern time on tuesdays so that I can get, it gives me a two hour window to finalize the feedback before we go live with our show. The way you do that is by calling 304-837-2278. That's our Golden Spiral Media Voice feedback line, which 
I'm just now reminded I haven't added Falling Skies Berserker cast to that voicemail yet. Got to do that. And you can also send us a typed out email or an audio file to feedback at goldenspiralmedia.com. Any other ways they can get a hold of us, Emily? Uh, let's see. Carrier pigeon. Mm-hmm. That takes a while, though. Pirate ship. Uh, those explode if, if, randomly. If you can get your feedback to us, buy a pirate ship. <laughs> I think I might die of happiness. I'm in a landlocked state, so I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, well, there are so many lakes in Minnesota that I, I believe in you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speak pipe? Is that the one you were talking about? I didn't know if you were going to be like Clint and come up with a clever way to I, introduce speak pipe. I'm not as clever as Clint. I see. No, speak pipe. So, um, yeah, I don't have anything. Okay. Well, you can go over to the website, goldenspiralmedia.com and click on the send voicemail tab. It's hanging out there on the right hand side of the page. You can use your computer's microphone to send us in your feedback via speak pipe. Or as a last resort, tweet us at GSM Podcasts, which we will be using for a Twitter poll question of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Hashtag BC Twit, B-C-T-W-I-T. And uh, Daryl will tweet that out sometime after the episode airs and uh, tweet us back and we'll read them on the show. That's right. If they're good enough. Yeah. I mean, just kidding. We'll read them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't decided if I'm going to be doing an initial reaction video for Falling Skies. Um, my, my schedule is pretty full for the summer and I'm trying to spend more time with the family. So I'm leaning towards not doing the initial reaction videos. I might do one for the season premiere. We'll see how it goes. No promises on that. And, and uh, so probably not for the, for falling skies though. I do enjoy them, but like I said, cool. trying to spend some more time with the family this summer. Right. Yeah. Family first, just like Tom, right? That's right. Although. Good. My children aren't growing at quite the rate that Lexi is. I think I'll have uh, some time oh, with them still, but I do want to spend. Thanks, the Lord, of it. for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I couldn't afford to clothe them if they if they uh, grew that fast. Man, it's crazy. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Berserker Cast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week, as we said, with two episodes for you. One will be our interview with Todd Masters, and the other one will be our. Falling Skies Review Podcast to get you fully ready for the Season 4 premiere on June 22nd at 10, 9 Central. So, until next time, just remember that resistance is never futile. Tick, tick, boom! Boom!